When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so oh, it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish, the podcast that can't stop wondering if Bill Cosby comes jello. <laughs> oh, I can't not think about it. It's terrible. <laughs> and forevermore, you will. God, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today we're going to talk about sailors, seamen, sea- <laughs> the Navy, sailors, and seamen. Sailors. We're going to talk about sailors. Um, and thank you to A.E. Coleman for uh, giving us this episode idea. He is one of the Patreon members that uh, gets to decide an episode idea. So if you're yep. interested in that, go to patreon.com slash podcast. And he was fun to talk to. And we talked to him. We did a little hangout, got ideas, saw his cats. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk about sailors in a hot second. Uh, so some news? Yeah. Great. Okay. So the first is just adorable, in my opinion. Oh, good. So we, we don't have too much happy news. Yeah, we don't have too much happy news. So Brandon Austin, a UK teen drag queen whose drag persona is Sophia Stardust, <laughs> graduated from college. He walks up and like struts he's in he's in a suit he's like presenting mail but like does a full-on like catwalk (laughs) walk Mm -hmm. up shakes the hand of the dude grabs his diploma and then death drops (laughs) to monstrous applause and uh it's it's going it's had uh 3.4 million views and more than 60,000 retweets and this is just since uh since it, it happened um like last week like five days ago that's adorable and it's adorable and terrifying. I think I would hurt myself if I tried to do that. I couldn't do that. I would, that hurts my back. <laughs> Something standing up hurts to me. So uh, he posted it to Twitter with the with the um, with the caption "How to graduate like a pro." <laughs> uh, How to graduate like a hoe. Thank you for the smile today, Brandon Austin of the United Kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> just from the entire place. Yeah. Cool. Yep. 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 Actually, he said he suffered some teasing at school, but going to college changed things. Quote, when I went to college and I saw openly gay people for the first time, I was overwhelmed. College has been one of the best experiences of my life. And I don't, we haven't said this for a while, but we've said it before. Like, it does get better, kids. Yeah. Like, if your high school existence sucks, you're queer, and you just are being picked on or bullied or, or whatever, it gets better. Yeah. And, like, I think a lot of us relate to, like, you go to college and now you're exposed to a lot of different kinds of people that you never were before, and it suddenly becomes okay to find your group. Yep. And college isn't the only path to it getting better. It should be called out. Oh. That, like, not everybody has college available to them financially or academically. I mostly mean the, like, getting out of high school part. Mm. Any any kind of escaping your... Because kids are shitty. Yeah. And they're shitty to each other. Yeah. So when you grow up, there's less shittiness. Yeah. Yeah. You get to pick where you go and what you do and who you hang out with. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Next. So Father Marcelo Rossi was giving a closing address to a youth camp in uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. And... There were about 50,000 attendees there. He was delivering the closing address. And a woman ran up onto the stage and just pushed him off. Just toppled right off of the stage. Um, Wait, is this the same as like... No, there was a pastor that was like talking about some kind of like offensive body shaming. Like big people are gross or something like that. And this like... This bigger lady walked up and just pushed him off the stage. That's awesome. Maybe this is like a trend of if people just say bl- shitty things, push him up. Wait, was he doing something shitty or just out of nowhere? So he has done shitty things in the past. In November of 98, he said a lot of ideas will change the day homosexuality is proven to be an illness. Mm. In 2014, he stated that, quote, sex between man causes pain. If something causes okay. pain, it can't be a good thing. Oh, well, I mean, like just medically that's incorrect like you you get your wisdom teeth out and that kind of hurts but it's like you need to because your teeth are too full yeah 
I mean, I applaud your logical reasoning there, and you're ta- but you're talking to somebody that's wearing a priest robe and doesn't have to. No, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, take they can reality or they can do whatever they want science into consideration. Just pretend like the Bible said it's cool, and that's the only explanation. I don't like condone violence, but like when sometimes I'm like, thank you to those people that do. It. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. 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 The 32-year-old woman traveled from Rio to attend this youth event with her three-year-old son. Um, police note that she's believed to have mental health problems, including bipolar disorder. Mm. The priest has declined to press charges. But there's just something fantastic about watching a priest get pushed over by a woman. <laughs> I mean, not that people deserve violence, but it's like when you put that much hate out into the world like and cause that much pain and suffering especially among children yeah. who are already struggling, like, yeah, you deserve shitty things to happen to you. Exactly. Aaron Shock. Aaron Shock. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> Did you just go, go somewhere in your head? I just, uh, there was a clip of him. Did we talk about this on the podcast? There's a clip Probably. of him. Um, like, it's, like, there were things of him, like, supposedly being cited at a gay bar before or, like, yeah. weird grainy photographs that are, like, maybe him. no. For sure, him yeah. putting money in a Gogo Boy's jockstrap. Yeah, and he's like seen out with like bros at Pride and stuff. It's like, for, for sure, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, a dick bag. Whew. Um, I want a dick bag. Yeah, a bag of dicks. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. Think about Christmas. <laughs> it's not too far away, Mike. Keep it in mind. Okay, I mean, you want you want a bag of severed penises. When I put it that way, it doesn't sound quite as appealing, does it? Oh, it doesn't change my interest. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> All right. I'll take what I can get. I know Dan's down. <laughs> um, last but not least, okay. Marvel has announced that, well, Marvel Cinematic Universe producer Kevin Feige has confirmed that in the next movie, Valkyrie will be confirmed as bisexual. Who's Valkyrie? Valkyrie is... Um, Played by Tessa Thompson, and um, she was in Thor. Um, no, sorry. Yeah, she was in the Ragnarok Thor mm. movie, I think. I remember her being in that. Mm. I'm pretty sure she was in that. What's her, like, p- and, power? And uh, sexuality. She's being badass, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's, she's, she's bi. Apparently, they filmed a f- scene that showed her as being bi that got cut out of Avengers Endgame. Mm. Um, spoiler alert, I guess. I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's okay to spoil that movie or not. It's instead, been long instead of spoiling the movie, I'll just I'll like one little spoiler. She survives that movie, oh. um, and in the the next one, she is in a position of power. And well, I'm speaking euphemistically about shit that I don't even fucking care about. <laughs> um, anyway, she's she's gonna be dating chicks and dudes, I guess. That's cool. And and to see like actively dating both genders in a movie that's that's cool well, okay so like apparently she was named the king of like asgard i guess hmm. uh, asgard um <laughs> and that's like that's a pretty big spoiler i think of, of avengers endgame if i understand it correctly i haven't seen the movie hmm. um but then uh quote as new king she needs to find her queen she told excited fans that had gathered in the prestigious hall h that will be her first order of business she has some ideas. Keep you posted. <laughs> it's interesting that they would like call her king because yeah, right. king is still considered the highest position, uh, which is yeah, huh. yeah, yep, 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 yep. Anyway, That's good cool. job. LGBT plus representation in Marvel movies. Yeah, finally go by people because it still hasn't. This this article claims that Valkyrie is the first LGBT superhero in the Marvel comic universe. Cinematic universe in the Marvel movies. Oh, and I think that's accurate. I mean, there's I, there's for sure been lots of characters that are like confirmed gay, mm-hmm. but don't do anything. Yeah, that confirms that sexuality on like screen. Actual, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and either the there's the scenes that allude to that are cut, or it's like vague at best. Yeah, like yeah. Longing stares into each other's eyes does not <laughs> a gay person make right Star Wars. Like, yeah. Yeah. And like, just because the actors want it to be true doesn't make it true. Like, just because they're playing gay, like, which those two actors said they were, doesn't. 
I would watch them bang mm. so many times. Throw in a Wookiee for, for good measure, no, and you've no. got yourself a party. No, no Wookiees. Oh, my God. What do Wookiee coming. What do Wookiee twinks look like? Can you be a Wookiee twink? I don't know. Because you, you'd, like, what, shave everywhere? <gasps> What's a shaved Wookiee look like? <laughs> right? It's like those hairless cats. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Do you want to talk about sailors? Let's talk about sailors. Okay. Seamen. Seamen. Uh, yeah, it's going to be hard not to. Okay. Uh, Hold on. My beverage is over there. Okay. Um, Seamen. Sea sailors. 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 <laughs> um, Sorry. So sailors are like have this interesting gay stereotype that I'm excited to talk about. I think it was like a really good episode topic. And yeah. well, we're going to ex explore a little bit more about that. Um, one of the things like I looked up, so a e was a sailor and told us, uh, I'd never heard this, but the phrase it ain't gay if it's underway, mm -hmm. which I also didn't realize that meant like when you're on the ship and going out or whatever, you can go to town and it's not gay. Yeah. Um, Kind of like it's not gay if it's in a three-way kind of kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, I saw another quote that said there's a classic joke that a hundred sailors go out, fifty couples come back. Oh yeah, I heard that about submarines. Go ahead, go ahead. I oh, but like being on a submarine. Yeah. I think our topics over overlap more than I realized. Go oh, ahead. that was just a, a random thing I was mentioning. I just that didn't wasn't a full segment. That was just to show that there are ideas that sailors are gay and that's yeah. often a joke that is made so we'll explore that a little more yeah uh, uh ae said in our interview with him that the navy is the gay branch of the military <laughs> but that only he was allowed to say that oh yeah yeah, yeah. that it's like you have to be part of a group to make fun of that group so blame ae not us we didn't say that sailors are super super homosexually flaming <laughs> that was that was definitely AE that said that yeah yeah. And he supports this message for sure. Yep. Confirmed. <laughs> um, before we talk about too much, mm -hmm. I think... Oh, we're going to talk about a little bit of uh, sailor jargon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And instead of us talking about it, you know what we should do? I, yeah. I know someone we could ask. Your mom. Yep. Let's call your mom. Let's call my mom. We've got questions. She's got answers. It's time for Mom's Planning with Ma Johnson. Hello, up there Hi. in the podcast, Seattle. Hi, Mom. <laughs> hey there. It's been a while since we talked. I know. What's up with you guys? You too famous for me now? Ha ha ha. We were too famous for you before, too, so... Oh, well. You're, I, I think you might be uh, more popular than us. I think people like you better. They heard about my what? They heard. They just heard you. They, they heard you. <laughs> you just talk, and they, people like it. I guess. Okay. <laughs> so I was gonna deny any any. I was denying anything else you were gonna say. So okay. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> deny, deny, deny before you even know. Deny, deny. Yeah. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Guess where I'm going? Where are you going? The stars at night are big and bright. Hop, 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 hop. San Antonio. Have you? We always went. Like we went there like every other year on like a family vacation when I um when I lived in Houston. Yeah. So I'm going to San Antonio. I'm reconnecting with a guy that I was in a relationship with for three years, I think. Oh. And anyway, he I know he lives in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Yeah, and so I'm like, I haven't dated. I have no idea what you did, you know, whatever. And uh, so we've uh, been talking. So um, I'm gonna fly there, and then we're gonna go to Corpus Christi. That's a long way for a booty out. call. I know, right? And I said, listen, sucker, if you have sex with me and I find out about it, I'm gonna call my mom. <laughs> Are, do you do you have any sexual plans? Not really. Or you'll, you're I, just going to see how it goes? Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah. Okay. No, no plans. But yeah. you're open to the idea? Maybe. Oh. Maybe. I have had a 
had a recent injury in that region, you know. Oh, an injury? Yeah. What happened? Fourth of July, mom was staying in, in Auntie Gail's camper, her sister's camper, and the, you have to go upstairs to get into the door. But the stairs were like difficult to navigate when sober, much mm. less drunk and in the dark. And, <laughs> and mom kind of like fell through them, like, like had, she, like. You fell on your yeah. vagina? She fell on her vagina. I did. <laughs> okay. Did, and there's, there was almost another nasty gash down there. <laughs> so it was, it was pretty I still have issues. And that was like July 5th or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I have this hematoma. Oh. The hermatoma now. The hermatoma in my JJ. That sucks. <laughs> Ow. Ow. I know. So. Oh. And they're serious. It's serious. It could have been like curtains for my porn uh, star uh, future <laughs> career. Curtains for your meat curtains. <laughs> Ew. I don't yeah. like that. Okay. I know. Uh, we got you on the phone because we want to ask you. We're talking about sailors today. And sailors. Yep. Yep. Uh, and we did you just go? Mm. <laughs> Is that the noise I heard? I did. Okay. I did. I used to shop at Old Navy. Same thing. So we are going to ask you what you think some of the Navy jargon means. Okay. Do it. Okay. Do it, Mike. Let's start do with it. let's start with BCG. BCGs. BCGs? BCGs, that's right. Um, it's not like BGK. Big BGK. Gay Kyle. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, that's what your mom calls me. Big Gay Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> BCGs. Well, um, is it BC something? Uh, anchors away up to your BVG? <laughs> <laughs> you think that somehow uh, translate uh, translates into anchors no. up your ass? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, or or here's a good one. Bark. No, I I have no idea. Radar. <laughs> some some girl is on 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 deck. On deck. Are we in a submarine now? <laughs> I don't know where we are actually. Okay, You've successfully right. said no a lot of words that start with B. So. <laughs> It's not BJ, is it? Because I know that one. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Uh, BCGs are birth control glasses. Um, all recruits in basic training have to take an eye exam. If they need corrective lenses, they're given Navy-issued thick frame glasses that are so ugly, you'll never get laid. <laughs> oh, that's... Well, I have a magnifying mirror that's probably the same thing. I, my <laughs> eyes are so bad, I have to have, like, really thick glasses, which is why I wear contacts, but I get that. Yeah. Uh, mm. How about Ricky boxing or Ricky fishing? Ricky. Oh, who, who's that guy? Mr. Ricky? What is? What was I watching? Oh, never mind. Um... <laughs> Well, there's a lot of famous Rickies out there. So R if you're Ricardo, Ricky fishing, uh, yeah, Tiki Tavi, yeah, Nina Niner, um, Ricky fishing. So it's if you lost your Ricky overboard, and then after that, oh, Ricky, you're so fine thing doesn't he doesn't respond? <laughs> then you throw out a line for. I have no fun. I like right. the idea of like a call and response to be like, are you okay? Is like, Ricky, you so fine. And if you hear, you so fine, you blow my yeah. mind. And it's like, okay, you're fine. You're good. You're good. Marco. Marco. <laughs> exactly. Ricky. It's Ricky. the Navy, the gay Navy Ricky. version yeah. of Marco yeah. Polo. <laughs> there you go. So Ricky boxing and Ricky oh, fishing. Oh, go ahead, mom. Wait. What? Okay. So uh, Navy. Are they the submarine guys? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Boat or submarine? Seamen, that deal, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Saying seamen so much this episode. Uh, Ricky boxing and Ricky fishing, that's masturbation during boot camp. Rickies are recruits. Male recruits box. Female recruits fish. <laughs> so Ricky boxing is, <laughs> is dudes masturbating in boot camp, and Ricky fishing is, is chicks masturbating during. Yeah, it's like, good morning, ladies. Again, walking by the shit house. <laughs> I like the idea of fishing as in like 
like tossing your pole down the like, like where is it where is it where is oh there it is <laughs> i caught one yeah, go by, yeah i got one. sense of smell i don't know <laughs> um okay let's that's zero for two for Ma. yeah you're not doing great we count on you failing miserably it's the best part that's of why, this that's so. why we're doing this oh, thank you thank you torch fan <laughs> Um, let's see. How about golden shellback? <gasps> that Ooh. is when you pee on a gun. That's the <laughs> one. Dang it. That's somebody... Why am I turned on by that? <laughs> golden golden shellback. On... Golden shower. <laughs> golden shower back? I don't know. Peeing on a gun? It's yeah, like... golden shell casing pee. <laughs> golden... I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Golden Shellback is any sailor who has crossed the equator where it intersects with the international date line. A.E. Coleman, whose episode idea this is, is a Golden Shellback. Oh. I bet I he's... I knew there was a cr crotch involved. <laughs> a crossroad crotch. I knew that was... Because you're going to go take the way again across the border. What right? does that have to do with a crotch? I thought you're like referring to the international dateline as like the crotch of the world. Yeah. Hey, that's what it's like to go to Texas. You're crossing an international dateline, so I haven't had a date. <laughs> Yo, you, yeah, you'll you'll get the big line. Get on the other side of that dateline. Good for you. Yeah. Let's see. How about wog? Oh, wog. Um, it's what? It's what? Um. Oh, let me see. The frog. Okay, so it's a woman on. How do you spell it? What's the uh, country of origin? Uh, w O G. Uh, it, it is. Hmm. It is short for polywog. Hmm. Oh, of course. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's what? Uh, oh no! Wait, that's a wicker basket or wicker box. <laughs> Never mind. That was an Elmer Fudd. Thing. Sorry. Uh, um, walk. Uh, uh, Roll over on a walk. No, sorry. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Women of of golden showers. <laughs> the Women of Golden of, Showers. Uh, yeah. That's like an Esquire Women interview. Of, like the Women yeah. of Golden Showers. Yeah. Women of gonorrhea. No. <laughs> Women of. What was the goggle? Uh, wear only goggles. When you're in a spray situation. <laughs> That'd be like Wagus. You've got urine on the mind, Mom. I don't know what the deal is. You no, know, maybe. It's like maybe the I Navy, it's water, it's Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So Wog, which is short for polywog, is any sailor who has never crossed the equator. And A. E. Coleman says, warning. This term is highly offensive and racist in England. So to our UK listeners, I do not apologize. <laughs> uh, it, it has no racial meaning in the US Navy, but use with caution in international company. Oh, that's our like response to faggot. Yeah. Well, fine, wog. Yeah. Hey, you little wog. Get your, get your little thin ass snow leg body over here. How about that? <laughs> we'll, go with, we'll go with one more. Um, so... Balls to eight. <laughs> Balls to eight. Balls to eight. Oh, okay. So that means you put your testicles on the um, eight position on the gun turret. <laughs> um, and remind us what's going to be in a like a like a yoga pose or a, <laughs> a pose. You have your ball. Wouldn't that work? Six would be down, so an eight would be like. Am I sticking up there, right? <laughs> it's the yoga pose where you put your balls slightly to the side. <laughs> to the eight. To the eight, to the, like on the yep, clock. Like, yep. not at the 12. I'd be like... Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like if you're, so, on, if, if you're on your side, gravity would pull them to like the three or nine position, depending on which way you were, you were leaning. Right. But if you, you were like propped yourself slightly. up on your elbow, then they would hang at there eight o'clock. Do your wogs hang low? Do they both? <laughs> um, balls to eight is the midnight to eight watch, so-called because the time is zero zero colon zero zero and looks like two pairs of testicles. Oh. To eight o'clock. So balls to eight is midnight to eight o'clock. 
And there's a colon involved. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that could be interesting. Oh. I don't know. Did you listen to the STI's episode yet? The STD what? The STI episode that we just had here a week or two ago. Um, I don't, I don't know what was it about. <laughs> it, was, it was about STIs. About STIs. <laughs> yeah, is that like an STD over in your eye? probably it's instead of disease it's infection oh well I may find out in San Antonio if I needed to listen or not exploring that yourself when you cross that international date line wear protection yep yeah Mm mhm in, in that episode, if you haven't heard it yet, because I, I haven't I haven't talked to you about this, I like I came out of the closet a little bit that, uh, yeah, I tested positive for Lyme disease, but then I also like a week later tested positive for syphilis and then didn't tell anybody, and that's probably what it was. The chances are much higher that it was syphilis, not Lyme disease. Oh. And Mike feels like a weird embarrassment about it. I feel weird and embarrassed, and I just I wanted to like. Those little uh, blood second little. Things can spread almost anything, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you think you had both? Yeah. You got Lyme disease. You, you got Lyme disease syphilis. <laughs> A tick, Lyme diseased well, syphilis into you. How does that happen? Can you still see? Are you still okay? Yeah. Doesn't that cause blindness? I, no, that's masturbation. I think. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to use that excuse, but okay, maybe no. <laughs> does that? change your perception of Mike at all? That he likely had syphilis? No. Yeah. Just Hey, I was going I was okay with stress. <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't I don't tend to put those on the same level. They both can be caused by dick, but <laughs> Well, I mean it doesn't it doesn't matter what it is. If my baby's sick then mm. I'm gonna be not happy about it, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter as long as you don't, as long as you can recover and be happy and not be hurting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you can get syphilis off any doorknob or toilet, so I, I'm not concerned that you, you know. Only if you fine, fall on them vagina first. <laughs> Do you have to fall on a vagina? <laughs> well, that's another way to get it. Mm. Gosh. Uh, hey, I'm having rosé. Can you tell, Kyle? I can hear it. I can hear it through the mic. <laughs> Anything else, Mom? You got anything you want to plug or say or do or be? If you want to have another Patreon thing, um, I will personally go and perform um, anyone's uh, marriage ceremony <laughs> if they want. If Ma Johnson would come and if you want to be a subscriber. If, if you're a patron, Ma Johnson will marry you. I mean, yes. marry you and yes. your loved one. And, That's, your, and your loved one. That is a yeah. bold offer. It is. That I hope someone takes you up on. Oh, did I mention that I don't have a hey, marry a thing? But it would be a party, I can tell you that. <laughs> It'd be fun. <laughs> That's mom for she's not ordained. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I, was, I don't have a hey, marry me thing. Got it. Okay. I, it's I coming together it. now. This is when we need Mike to translate. Oh, God. There we go. All right, mom. Love you very much. Thank you for being on again. Thanks for being on. I love you too. And I love all you people out there in the world, all 79,000 listeners that you have now. Wow. We love you. Again, very optimistic. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bake it till you make it. Or till you get baked. (laughs) Okay. It's a good life, Mike. I love you. All right. Love you too. Thank you. For calling. Bye bye. 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 Um so actually Mom. Okay. (laughs) Uh so so uh there were a bunch of other other terms that AE sent. Um, I figured I'd just go over them real, okay. real quick. The other ones that he put in here because uh, it, they're kind of interesting. I just I picked out the ones that I thought sounded like sexy things. Yeah, to, to ask mom about uh, monkey fist. <laughs> don't don't fist monkeys. Yeah, it's a type of knot that looks like a bunched fist. It's particularly nautical because bosun's mates traditionally do a lot of fancy work, intricate knot work, and you will usually see monkey fists at the end of halyard lines, keychains, etc. Is that why? Navy guys are really good at uh, bondage. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Take your pick. Bondage and then fisting. Uh, a bosun's pipe. 
Suck my bosun's pipe. A shrill, evil whistle that the bosun's mate of the watch will blow in different patterns to signify different things on board ship. Oh, that makes like, sense. Like, wake up, or captain coming on board, or lunchtime, or circle jerk, whatever. <laughs> I wonder what the whistle for circle jerk is. Hmm. 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 bird call okay uh blanket party that's a circle jerk (laughs) (laughs) an illegal form of punishment among recruits in boot camp usually after lights out an unpopular recruit is ganged up on and held pinned to their rack bunk bed by the ends of their blanket and then the other recruits beat on them with bars of soap slipped into socks Mm. a point is made of no blows to the face or visible body parts so that the rdc recruit division commanders the navy equivalent of drill sergeants won't find out unless the recruit squeals this was acted out in the movie Full Metal Jacket. Sounds sexy. Uh, dog down. Okay. Now we're... How are we... Okay. All scuttles, doors, leading to the exterior of the ship must be watertight, so they have a series of handles that switch up or down in lieu of a door lock. If the door must be made watertight due to weather, risk of chemical agents in battle, etc., you're told to dog down the doors. Hmm. Uh, reminds me of your mom talking about fucking a doorknob <laughs> dog down on that knob yeah vagina first vagina first <laughs> uh navigator's balls i included this for uh, kyle <laughs> i mean i mean i mean sailors you gay <laughs> uh the green and red balls that are part of the ship's binnacle and included a link to the Wikipedia article for Binnacle. Okay, I was going to say I don't know what that is, but all of these sound so sexy. Is green balls, like when you go past blue balls, that you just get green balls? <laughs> like like gangrene balls. The, yeah. <laughs> um, we can be done. Yeah? Yeah. Great. I mean, all of them just sound super sexy to me, but that's just me. Yep. Um. Okay, before Dan said maybe my thing could lead nicely into yours, so I'm going to give you one stat and let you say your thing. Okay. Part of the question is, is it actually gay? Is the Navy actually or gayer than other branches of the military? And there was a 2015 Department of Defense health-related behavior survey where across all the military branches, uh, 6% of the members identified as gay. In the Navy, they had the highest concentration of gay people at nine percent nine percent yeah That's so a lot of gay it's like, semen <laughs> all semen is a little bit gay <laughs> we were just talking about this again like masturbating is a little bit gay yeah because you're you're jerking off and coming on yourself you're like giving yourself a well it's not a pearl facial, necklace a, a, a pearl belt <laughs> stomach pancakes stomach i don't like that <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so they're like, the Navy is like 50% gayer, according to studies. Yeah. So there's some truth to that. We'll talk a little bit more about why momentarily, but what did you want to say? I wanted to talk about why. Oh, okay. Are you going to talk about why? Uh, a little bit. So, I mean, the the very short answer is prison sexuality. Oh, no. This is similar to what I'm going to be talking about. Okay, great. But you go first. Well, I, I mean, so... What's prison sexuality? I'm worried. Prison sexuality is the phenomenon that men who are otherwise straight in confined spaces with other men and no women to bang Mm. will develop sexual feelings and bang each other. Is it called? I so mine. I uh, called situational homosexuality, which is probably the. I the, believe that prison sexuality is a subset. Yeah, of yeah, Situational yeah. homosexuality. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like I probably should. Yeah, that's that sounds like the uh, non PC way to say it. So sexual behaviors in prisons are grouped into four categories. The first category is suppression, in which an inmate chooses celibacy, refrains from sexual activity while in prison, most commonly to stay loyal to their partner outside of prison. The next category is autoeroticism, masturbation, pleasuring oneself. Um, This act is looked down upon in prison and can be viewed as self-abuse. What? The next category is... Wait, wait. What? Why? Huh? I I don't know. When you... You told me you'd say why. Um, I, I would think, like, you're all dudes. Everyone's jerking off. Like, what? How do you... Oh, that's that's very surprising and strange. I mean, maybe it it normalizes 
sex with a partner. Like, uh, if you're not supposed to bang yourself, then you have to bang somebody else, and that justifies all of the banging of each hmm. other that happens? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'm not sure f for who it is considered uh, self-abuse, but uh, according to a quick Google search, it sounds like masturbation while you're in prison is against the law. What? Your body is not your body when you're in prison. You, your choices are not your choices when you're in prison, and this is one of them. That's like fucked up. Like I, I also bet it depends on jurisdiction, right? Hmm. Like, like if it's it's uh, probably illegal for people not in prison to masturbate in <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> it's just like that's just like a innate sexual nope, an innate like thing that we all just like we all want food. Like we all we got to get our jerk off on. Yeah, um, that's like kind of messed up that we don't let them do or that it's illegal. Um, Any humzels. So the next category is homosexuality, which consists of two types, consensual true and consensual situation. Consensual true occurs between people who were already homosexual before entering prison. Consensual situation occurs between people who have homosexual experiences for the first time in prison. The sexual violence category includes coercion, manipulation, and compliance. That's like rape, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> manipulation is performed for power or some kind of reward. Compliance occurs to obtain safety protection or out of fear. Now, I'm not... This is problematic, right? Like, like politically, this is problematic. The military is not prison. And in the Navy, there are lots of prison-like things. When you're in the military, your body is not your body. You belong to Uncle Sam. You are... Uncle Sam fucks you over. Yep. You Sometimes, actually. You're on an island for months at a time, away from the shore, with just your shipmates mm -hmm. around. That's a very confining space your choices are limited like it very much replicates a prison like environment when you're away yeah um yeah and that's likely why naval officers actually do bang each other in a gay way more <laughs> they bang <laughs> each other in a totally heterosexual way well because well, they're, they're I mean, also they women can... now oh yeah, yeah in the military and also you can't identify as heterosexual and, and bang but... we, we have we we even have women on submarines now which used to never be a thing like submarines were male only for ever and then what's different about submarines that that would have like taken longer to i think it's uh, they're tighter quarters, first of all. Submarines are smaller. How tight? Like, yep. 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 Uh, <laughs> and making everything single gender uh, save space, right? Like, oh. you don't have to have multiple locker rooms. You don't have to have multiple facilities for sleeping and, and all of that. MPP. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I learned this. Uh, my family got to tour a nuclear submarine uh, um, many, many years ago. I think it was in high school. Uh, over in Banger, Banger, I barely know her. Um, and uh, they they told us that like every bed actually belongs to three people on a submarine, and they just each gets it for eight hours. Oh, I thought they were all going to cuddle. <laughs> I like my version better. <laughs> yeah, you're cuddle pile. Um, so the English Royal Navy, the whole like the Navy is gay, mm -hmm. is way older than the United States Navy. It's it's from English Royal Navy um, time, and um. This article, at least, claims that that sailors are were basically prison gay. They were removed from an environment with large numbers of women for months, sometimes years at a time, and turned to alternative sexual practices. Found this was really interesting. A captain or officer might have a wife on board ship, but everyone else was pretty much on their own. And one of the reasons that we know or can find these women that were on board these ships is that some um, some captains and officers got double rations from the quartermaster. Um, so <laughs> so they were eating for two on paper because they represented two people as far as like running the ship was concerned. I wonder if they like brought him on board so like the captain can think clearly like he can he can get his fuck out so he like can then like think instead of like I don't know you, what are those things that like sing in the sea and then you like Sirens? fall into the ro rocks? Yeah. Mermaids. Ariel yeah uh yeah I wonder I wonder if that has anything to do with it like captain has to have a clear head so he's got to like get his dick on yeah hmm. I mean it makes sense it definitely makes me better at thinking <laughs> well like um, th there's like the thing 
like before you make a decision to do something jerk off first that way you know if you really want to do it and instead of just or jerk off before a date then like at least for the initial part of the date you're thinking clearly about like is this a good person is this a person that i want to like spend time with oh i think the opposite don't jerk off so that you don't care if they're good or not (laughs) (laughs) great um so uh, well um there's one very specific account that i think is really interesting that i would like to share with you great okay so Uh, There's one account in the Blue Fleet. One man, Philip Francis, was so drunk that a second man, John Benson, raped him in his sleep. They were court-martialed. And during the court-martial, the officers who found them referred to it as a, quote, very horrid thing committed during the night. And the majority of the records go into discovering if there was a connection between the two men. Eventually, it is decided that there was connection between both men. They also come to the conclusion that being too drunk to stop yourself from being raped by another man is not an appropriate defense for a member of the Royal Navy. <laughs> Wait, that's I feel like that's phrase weird. I don't totally get it. So they said, like, yes, he should have stopped the rape. You had butt sex. That's illegal because it's sodomy. Uh-huh. You being too drunk to stop it doesn't excuse it you still got butt dra- butt raped so it, you still did sodomy and so it's still illegal yes <laughs> that's gross yeah um so over the span of 1756 to 1806 there were more capital sentences for buggery in the navy than for murder man people love ass fucking more than they love killing people <laughs> i mean yeah. i guess that's true i can see that yep yep well i'll tell you a little bit more about situational homosexuality sure um like 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 my fraternity conference maybe we'll see hopefully (laughs) if you're lucky oh you don't but you don't fuck people you know um well there are a few different uh what i was thinking i was i was i was contemplating the veracity of that statement and it checks out go ahead okay (laughs) confirmed great um there are a few different names uh that there are uh one is that i've never heard bug bisexual until graduation so it's like the idea in college that a lot of people experiment there um lug lesbian until graduation um on rugby teams like these are all like you were saying like in prison rugby teams are so gay even mm, the gay ones (laughs) wait (laughs) even the straight ones even the gay ones even the gay ones are gay um uh on rugby teams uh if you're situationally homosexual, they call it a rugger bugger. <laughs> um, uh, jailhouse turnouts. And then, of course, there is bromosexual. Bromosexual. Um, or high sexual, which you might remember from our weed episode. Oh, yeah. When you're high and you fuck. Did I talk about that? You did. I didn't remember that until you said it. Um, so the, what I have seen is uh, people talking about how like the idea that this only happens in these kind of enclosed situations is not actually true. A lot of people experiment or based on whatever the context is like still identify as straight and hook up with other dudes. Um, and so part of the, part of the situationality of prison homosexuality prison, what do they call it? Prison sexuality. Yeah. I mean, part of the thing there is that you don't have other options, right? Yeah. Like, this these other situations you're talking about it seems like you got to you're like a little at least by curious to go there eh, i mean some people would say no that it's uh, that you can they're wrong great next topic <laughs> you always say, i mean straight yeah it, there there is like questioning and actually like people i think feel like always forget like that is a part of the lgbtq like the q can be like queer and questioning they're mm-hmm. two q's and so questioning is like part of that but uh but um let's see oh uh jane ward lesbian sound <laughs> you just know. tell she sounds like who's the- oh goodall okay oh, i was thinking jane lynch which is why the lesbian oh uh, is jane it. goodall lesbian no were I was- those chimpanzees lesbians was she monkey fisting what was that <laughs> word <laughs> um she is the author i was just thinking like she's the jane goodall of like straight dudes fucking (laughs) like i made friends with them and learned their words uh she's the author of not gay 
sex between straight white men. And she says, quote, what I argue in the book is that straight men actually manufacture opportunities to have sexual contact with one another all the time in pretty much any environment, whether it's constrained or not, whether women are available or not. So the idea is it goes beyond just these constrained environments that mm. it is not it takes that constrained environment for dudes to mess around with straight dudes to mess around with each other. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of other times when that happens. And from the Metro UK article called loads of straight people are having same sex sex. Oh God. So many loads. So many loads. Uh, in April, 2018, there was a study in the ish study in the archives of sexual behavior by Ariel Cooperberg and Alicia Walker. That's the most coherently I've read any names. I agree. In ever. Well done. Um, thank Who you. Are you? Um, myself. Uh, did they uh, asked 24,000 undergrads uh, to fuck? <laughs> oh my God. A 24,000 person orgy. <laughs> That must be a world record. Yeah. Hey, everyone in gayish. <laughs> new idea. We're going to have a meetup at Minute Maid Stadium. We're all getting together. Bring your Minute Maid. <laughs> we'll drink and fuck and make the <laughs> make the Guinness Book of World Records. I mean, watch I'm, us. I'm, yeah, I'm just going to watch. Does that count? Yeah, we'll okay. include you in the orgy. Okay. That's fine. Okay, you great. can. We'll stand on the opposite sides of the field. I'll do like color commentary like they do in football games. <laughs> like I'll, I'll, I'll draw arrows go on the screen. The way. <laughs> um, okay, but in this study. Wait, oh God. Oh, the thing that I was just talking about actually happened at my fraternity house one night in the 90s. 24,000 person orgy? No. Oh. They put saran wrap on the TV and paused a porn and then drew like. <laughs> Madden like symbols on the screen. That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, so gay. I love that because they're like you think like drawing on his dick to be like showing maximum penetration. Bone ridge. Yeah. Uh, it was just it was very interesting. I, I'm guessing they added hair to the balls. That oh, yeah. seems like a. That's how you know they're drawing. balls. I guess. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. It's got little whiskers. Um. Okay. In the study. Okay. Great. <laughs> In terms of the number of people that have had sexual experiences with their own gender, but don't consider themselves gay or bi, mm -hmm. that number for men was, I don't know why they put it like this, one in every 8.5 men. <laughs> That's, what? what? I don't know. So two in every seven. Oh, I guess. Yeah. To make, cause that's weird. Anyway. Yeah. One in every 8.5 men had done that. Uh, one out of every four women said that. Because women are more fluid. And and it talked about like, you know, for women, it, there are like multiple options. One of them being performative. Mm -hmm. What are you giggling about? I don't know. I said because women are fluid and Dan made a face. And <laughs> fluid. Flu okay. Okay. <laughs> I just was thinking about fluid and women. And loads and of straight people. Fluids. <laughs> so much fluids. Um, uh, part of women, there's like multiple options. One of them is the performative uh, sexual sexuality like you know either doing it at a party because it's fun or enjoying getting sexual arousal from people watching you do that so hmm. um, yeah Situ I think I would say uh, probably straight people don't talk enough about straight people experiment with straight men experiment with other men and don't end up calling themselves gay and st are still straight and that's okay and that's just i feel like not a lot of people talk about that accept that know that um and probably makes straight people feel like kind of isolated or they probably wouldn't talk about that that experience yeah what are you reflecting on mike i wonder if like in 50 years when i'm just about dead if like everyone's just going to fuck everyone and be fine with it. Like, mm. like how much further do we have to go before like, just like two dudes, if you want to fuck, do it. Do and it's okay. Yeah. There's no residual, like why put a label on it? Like, are we going to get there? And is that a good thing? Yeah. Will I be cranky and hate it? Or, or, well, like, I don't know. Anyway, I hope I feel like more and more young people are just like, I don't, I don't know. Like not needing to put any kind of label on anything, which I think is cool. I had one more thing okay. I was going to tell you about. 
Wait, do you have a thing, though? I, I thought okay. you were done skis. I know, but it's very brief. Oh, okay. I wanted to just briefly brief. plug uh, that uh, the Patreon topic I'm going to be talking about is also related to situational homosexuality. Ooh. But pirates. Ooh, but, but pirates. pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Digging for gold treasure. Booty. Oh, uh, fine. So... I have a totally unsubstantiated theory. Great. That the Navy hasn't always been thought of as gay. I thought you said or, it like went all the way right, back to Right. No, it does. It does. I just think that the, like if if the Navy was considered like a Kinsey 4 which side is which side is gay? Six is exclusively gay, one is exclusively straight. Yeah. Okay, so I think I think if like if the Navy was a Kinsey four, mm-hmm. then this took it to a Kinsey seven. So with with a slight amount of seriousness, like I think I think the village people made cops gay, like <laughs> made motorcycle gangs gay, made Indian headdress wearers gay, like like everything they touched suddenly became way gayer. The YMCA, how long did it take them to like shake their gay? Like they still have <laughs> it totally because I, I, I have friends that hook up at the YWCA yeah. or YMCA here downtown. Um, yeah. Uh, the Navy is gay and it's the village people's fault. That's funny. My next thing I'm going to tell you about is the village people. Great. Um, how did that happen? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's like a, a good kismet. go-to. What's Kismet? What, where did that come from? What is Kismet? Did I... Did I... De- Destiny or Fate? Yeah. Oh. Did I take my drugs today? I don't know. Hmm. I, I misstated the Kinsey scale, though, so I have to self-correct. Uh, a zero is exclusively heterosexual, not a one. A zero to six? Zero to six, so mm. yeah. How fucking heteronormative horse shit is that? Zero is purely straight. Like hmm. the Kinsey scale is how gay are you? <laughs> yeah. It's like zero, kind of like the default, and then you add in. And pure is the white driven snow. <laughs> I'm a zero. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it is a hole, though. Yeah, that's true. Zero fun. Zero, exactly. <laughs> um, Village so, people. I mean, it, we both talked about it because that's like when you think of why is the Navy gay, like that's one thing that naturally comes up. Well, that and um, the share video for If I Could Turn Back Time. If I Could Turn Back Time. Isn't it that video that's on the battleship? With her like, she's in that like <laughs> Borat kind of outfit and her son's in that video too, which is like really creepy. Wait, but okay. Yeah. Chaz, what? right? Oh. I don't, this is something I, like, I don't know, I don't know what the protocol is, right? It's like, if we're, if we talk about the Olympics in the 1980s, can we talk about Bruce Jenner or are we dead naming? Oh, right. Like, cause Chastity Bono was presenting female at that time and, uh, is now Chaz Bono. Hmm. Like Cher has a son, but does she have more kids? Maybe. I don't know. I learned this one fact Dan is, from MTV, Dan so is I don't furiously know. Furiously <laughs> typing because we've, we've broken clackety. Dan. <laughs> Cher has two sons, Elijah and Chaz. Hmm. So it might have been Elijah that was in that video. Got it. Anyway, um, that video gay, soups gay, and on a boat. So the writer of that song mm-hmm. in the Navy is Victor Willis. He is not gay. Yeah. What? Great. Sure. What? You knew I mean, that? I, I mean, I, <laughs> I've broken myself. Do you, I now. need to restart I, you? What? Yeah. <laughs> Control Alt Delete. My, <laughs> um, no, I like the song itself isn't gay. It's all of it's the presentation. It's the rapping. Mm. It's the discoy. Uh, 
completeness yeah. of it. That's, yeah. that's the packaging, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's the package for sure. Um, that's one gay ass package. <laughs> um, well, what I did not realize, so village people, they are named after um, Greenwich Village in New York City. Greenwich. Green Greenwich, even though it's Greenwich. Correct. Mm-hmm. If you're... Mm, <laughs> I don't like that. And... Oh, gay neighborhood in New York City. Um, and they specifically created the village people and the uh, personas were the idea of both American masculinity, but also gay men's fantasy around macho dudes. Macho, macho man. Exactly. And like, uh, so like the shit we talk about of like, you know, that idea of masculinity in the gay community and the, like, the stereotypes that apply. And, be, like, we, they've been talking about this shit for forever. Like, that's this is not a new topic yeah. at all. Well, I mean, maybe the level of openness has changed, but it's definitely been something we've talked about for a long time. So open. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, which village person would you be? Huh. Is there, there's probably an online quiz for this, right? Um... I mean, I would probably want to fuck a cop. Mm. I don't. I don't know what the cop actually looks like, but well, so the village people is like one of those ensemble groups that's has had like a fuckety billion different people in it. Like people just keep joining and leaving. Yeah, and I was like, looking at the, like, like Menudo, right? Like, yeah, I was looking at the list, and there's only one. I think like Victor Willis is still in it to this day, but there's only one original member that's actually still in it yeah. today, which is like yeah. So the original seven were. Cop slash admiral slash athlete slash gigolo slash nondescript. So great, you're just stealing my entire segment now. Is that what we're doing? I don't know. No, I was going through which which one are you? Which village person are you? I have, well, I had the list of all the. Okay, read them. <laughs> no, Mike, you do it. I don't care anymore. I want to be the cowboy. You do? Because <laughs> you're from the country. Mm-hmm. Um, who do I want to be? You said you want to fuck the cop. Yeah, but who do you want to fuck? I think. Do you want to do cowboy on cowboy? Cowboy on Indian. Do you want to broke back? Oh. It's not okay, but that's that's my answer. Oh no, you you want to be the cowboy fucking the Indian? No, I want the Indian to fuck me. Come on now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said that as like, okay. When I watch porn, <laughs> and it's a black guy fucking a white guy, I'm like, yeah, take, take that racism. <laughs> Who's on top now? Um. I think I maybe I would be the sailor. Oh, that's the title of this episode. <gasps> I would be seaman. Um, so yeah, the, um, the, uh, song itself is not like when I was reading it the first time through, I was like, this has no, does not seem gay at all. Doesn't have any innuendo. It's, uh, like people kind of read into it. The writer Victor will said that like, I did not write that with and like any any gay shit you're taking from that is something you're bringing into it. Um, the Navy almost used that as a recruiting song. Great. They yeah. they reached out to them yeah. and were like, "Hey, boys, yeah, you know, I mean, we're already we, soups gay. <laughs> why not lean into why it? Not lean in. Why yep. not? What's her name? Bernice Brown, and just lean in. Cheryl Sandberg. Brene Brown. Brene Brown. But it's not her. It's not her. Cheryl Sandberg. Sherry." Sherry, Sherry, Sherry's next to Denny's. Isn't it Cheryl Sandberg that wrote that book? I don't know. Dan, who wrote Lean In? Some lady, <laughs> some woman. One of Oprah's friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl Sandberg. Yeah. Wow. You got to have that one ready to make the joke of Lean In. Good job, Kyle. So no problem. Um, you didn't say. Thank you. I don't know why I said no problem. Um, Thanks. Next. Yep. Uh, so they uh, they did not end up using it, and I think, I mean, you can surmise that it might be because like it was like just this group that d- does include gay people, um, but they're not all gay. But yeah, I mean that's the same era of, of like like Queen, right? And I think that whole swaths of the country had no idea that they were gay mm. or that they were gay icons or that they were rapidly changing gay culture. Mm. Like I, I think that that just went right past them. They just, uh, straight people were just like, Hey, why are they all dressed in costumes? That's uh, weird. And then moved on. Yeah. Huh. 
That's interesting. Um, I remember being at a baseball game when I was a kid and they had four groups or no, I don't know, three or four groups of men that they had like called in the stand as like this little competition where they went out and like did some kind of, they would play the YMCA and each group had to kind of like do something dance or whatever. And then like they would pick a winner. Mm. The last group all just kind of like of men, like, acted like they were fucking each other like you know did like hum- dry humming and everything and like the crowd started booing oh um and it's like i mean weirdly like i think like really sexual and they were people were like i don't know i don't know it's like a, I just a memory that really stands with me yeah that's terrible and i can't i can't piece it I, like what i don't think they were booing because it was gay i think they were booing because it's like they're booing because it's gay yeah yeah uh, or or because it was like just I don't know maybe and that's why I'm not gay anymore. Um, <laughs> oh, something I forgot to say. Yeah. Back in the situational homosexuality. Yeah. One of the theories on that, like uh, for the Navy, for example, is that people sign up, gay people sign up and seek that out because they know they will be. Well, that's interesting. Just in like in groups of men away from everything. Hold up. Are you... What crime can I commit? (laughs) To get into prison? If I get to not make decisions and get railed a bunch, three square meals and just work out and get jacked. (laughs) And then get jacked. (laughs) Um, Like... Prison is sounding way better. Yes. It's not a punishment. It's a reward. Yeah. Like you get to steal things and you get to get fucked in jail. Yeah. How can I like, how can I? There should be like a sex club. That's like a faux prison. <laughs> like they like they would like simulate a prison to like get that fantasy. I think I saw that place in Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> um. I just think it's like an interesting idea of like someone being like, I'm super gay. I want to be around straight dudes. Fuck me. Let's go. Let's get into the Navy. Uh, did we do it? Uh, did we do sailors justice? Sorry, sailors. You can be straight too. Have you ever been somewhere when like they get shore leave like fleet week or anything like that? Like, have you seen the herds of like bright white oh, sailor boys running yes. around and they're all like young and hot and sailory? Yeah. 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 Not often, but yeah, I think I remember that like seeing that in Seattle. Yeah. I'm here for that. I know. Uh, when is it? I... The weird bell bottoms that they, <laughs> <like>. <laughs> when is fleet week? We should like plan for that. Yeah. My butthole should be, I should plan my butthole. We should interview them and ask them how gay they are. That'll go over great, right? While they're inside me. <laughs> uh, Fleet Week is part of Seafair, so it's coming up. Oh. Uh, July 29th through August 3rd. That's this week. Is it? It's next week. Whatever. It will feature ship tours from the U.S. Navy, the U.S. Coast Guard, and the Royal Canadian Navy. I will give a wide open welcome. And free douches for all. <laughs> uh... Sailors. Yeah. Sailors. We did it. Thanks for the idea, E.E. We appreciate you. Should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. I know my gays and traitors. I'm good. So are we back? We're back. (laughs) We're back. Uh... We're going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest, but first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I think that's all of them. Uh, on the poop deck. <laughs> poop on my deck. Uh, at gayishpodcast or slash gayishpodcast. Check us out. Our hotline. You can leave us voicemails or send us text messages. is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. And our email address is gayspodcast.com. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You, you know by you, now. You know. Uh, I'll go first. Okay, do it. Uh, the straightest thing about me is we were hanging out yesterday and I ordered a whiskey drink. Yeah, you did. They and didn't end up having it. Yeah, they didn't have it. They the foiled my straight plans uh, just like God did. But... I just don't understand. We were sitting there and you were saying that you were going to try something new, mm-hmm. but you don't like whiskey. So the drink, why did you expect good things? Be, because 
I I thought like the the drink the cocktail was like whiskey plus pear plus you know like the the way they did it I thought might I might like it. Okay. It's it's like ordering sheep butthole for dinner and hoping that like this time it'll be great. Is that good? I don't know. I like <laughs> my point is if there's an ingredient that you don't like, why like why chance that? Right? Risk it. Be- because life I'd... is about an v- adventure, Mike. You got to win some to lose some. Wait, you got to lose some to win some. Two steps forward, one step back. The star only shines as bright as Uranus. I don't know uh, what I'm talking about anymore. Um, Putting that on my birthstone. No. (laughs) Putting that on my gravestone. I want a birthstone. You're born (laughs) and you like just put a stone in the ground. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Gayest thing about me is I know I often talk about the way I dress for my clothing as my straightest thing. So as a contrast, before we went out yesterday, I actually did the like put on multiple things, put on these shoes. Oh, I don't like those. Put on those. That shirt didn't, you know, like I, that, um, I don't do that often or care too much about that, but I actually did that yesterday. And I put on new jeans that I had had sitting around for a while and, yeah, you, you twirling to show me your jeans should be your gayest thing for a long time. (laughs) I was, well, I was like, notice me yeah. <laughs> uh what about you uh the straightest thing about me this week so i went to the horse races with my dad and my brother and we drank three dollar budweiser and it just there's something about that environment that's just totes mask yeah. and straight and whatever yeah horse racing horse racing yeah and it was fun and when they're racing yeah do their dicks flop no Horse dicks go like up inside. They like retract inside of their body. Oh, yeah! It comes out like when they pee. Then it just like it like extends out. Boop. Like like yeah, it's it's pretty intense. Hmm. Yeah. Now you know how do you, why do you know that? I grew up. I grew up on a farm. Oh, that's true. Um, the gayest <laughs> thing about me this week. <sighs> the gayest thing about me this week. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know what the chances are that he listens to this, and that's part of my like. Oh, I, but I guess I don't care anymore. Um, so Uniboob mm-hmm. hit me up for money again. Yeah. It's he has before, and I've successfully avoided it. Anyway, I finally just said, "Look, I find it a little strange and a little disappointing that I only hear from you when you want money." Yeah. To which he responded. I only hear from you when you want my giant dick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) How did you feel about that? Well, at first I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And and I, so I I responded, I responded back. Oh, no. He said, he said, I only hear from you when you want my giant dick. What's the difference? Oh. To which I responded, the difference is hopefully the sex is fun for both of us (laughs) and it's free. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you pay for it sometimes <laughs> when your butt hurts. Is what I meant. Mm-hmm. Not. Um, also, he's already established a like he has hooked up with you in the past, so yeah. there's a precedent of he wants to do that versus you've never given him money. Yeah. As, I mean, I feel like people need to know when they are in like the what's it called fuck friend um, fuck buddy like territory. Yeah. Like, friend zone. No fuck zone fuck zone in the fuck you (laughs) (laughs) like that is an alternative to the friend zone because that could be a very different zone too. the fuck zone yeah we're not dating you're just in the fuck zone yeah i feel like how do people not know that so that's it that's it uh thank you to ae coleman for the idea for this episode yeah and thanks to all our patreon members we appreciate you um and everyone to a lesser degree (laughs) thanks to my mom for momming it up for just so mom (laughs) uh yeah we haven't had her in a while so we appreciate it and thanks to the dp dan is named for (laughs) the one his dad might have canoodled in the batoodle so that is it for this week uh this has been gayish i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz until next week be butch be fabulous be you beautiful beautiful sailor sail her i barely know her (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that doesn't work